0: Hello my little ghosties. I'm Kaylin. And I'm Kayla. And this is Ghosty, the podcast where we discuss all things true crime and paranormal. Let's get into it.
1: Okay, so, so excited because this is my favorite case in the world. Like, I'm obsessed with this case. You Did you say you read a little bit of it? I have heard about it, but I'm not super familiar. Okay. So
0: I know the like the gist yeah but that's about it
1: okay well, i'm bringing you because it
0: doesn't involve blood and guts and murder
1: it so. does not no it
0: doesn't <laughs> I, I just left my sorry i'm wearing a costume and i feel really pretty
1: so <laughs> you you look amazing seriously i'm obsessed with
0: it i only said that for you to compliment me so.
1: <laughs> well, it, it accomplished. <laughs> okay so so getting into it um so on november 30th 1948 so around like the cold war and stuff okay um around 7 p.m a jeweler named john lyons and his wife was taking a walk down somerton beach in australia uh for my american friends (laughs) they came across a man laying down his head and shoulders were propped up against a stone wall while the rest of his body was laying flat against the sand pointing towards the ocean with his ankles crossed so
0: so his head's against the wall his legs are pointing out to the ocean
1: yeah, so okay. he is, like, slumped up, like, his head and shoulders a little bit, like this, and then his the rest of his body is completely straight, so he's just kind of like, he's just having a bit of a kip. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so as they started walking past, they could see his arm lift up into the air and fall back down. Uh, they assumed that he was just drunk and mm-hmm. trying to sleep it off. <laughs> um, about half past seven, uh, another couple was walking um, on the promenade, I think it's how you say yeah, it. Yeah, um, When they also saw the same man lying on the beach. They could only see him from the waist down, and they assumed that he must be asleep because he didn't seem too concerned about the mosquitoes. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is fair. Yeah.
0: Um, mosquitoes suck. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They're bad here. Are they worse than Australia? Uh,
0: about the I same? I mean, kind of. I've always been, like, a... Uh, a mosquito magnet, really? A mozzie, as we call them. Really? We shorten everything. Oh, yeah. yeah, we're lazy.
1: <laughs> so mozzies are mosquitoes. Yeah, that's cute.
0: Um, <laughs> mozzies and aussies. <ozzies. laughs> <laughs> um, quick thing though, where is Summerton?
1: Summerton is uh right outside of Adelaide, so it's like oh, okay, yeah.
0: we're back in Adelaide. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. Maybe I've been there.
1: You might have.
0: Uh, the reason that I uh mention it is because when Growing up, uh, every other year, so one year we would go to Melbourne for our summer holiday because we had family there, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and then the other year we would go to Adelaide, and it wasn't, like, a religious, like, Melbourne-Adelaide, 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 but it was a, um, more or less, we were going to Melbourne-Adelaide, depending on, you know, the year, and we would stay right on the beach, and then we would, like, drive down to, uh, glenelg and then further down is apparently somerton
1: okay beach this is it was on jetty road yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Summerton beach on jetty road <clears throat> finally found it <laughs> so early the next day about 6 a.m john lyons came back down to the beach again for a morning swim which is the same jeweler that found him yeah. the night before um he saw a friend and as they were chatting they saw two men with horses um further up the beach And as he approached, he noticed that they were looking at the same man he saw previously the night before. John called the police, and they came to investigate. Mm. So when the police showed up, they found no identification whatsoever on this man. So he had, like, no wallet, money, passports, or anything. All of his tags inside of his clothes had been carefully removed.
0: I mean, I get that. (laughs) I hate having tags on shirts. I guess. (laughs) But wait, 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 back to the horses.
1: Yeah. What, what, what did the men on horses have to do with anything? They were, um, what are they called? Jockeys? Like, uh, amateur jockeys oh. that were riding up and down the beach.
0: So, like, practice. To practice, Like yeah. an endurance, like a resistance training.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, okay. they
0: just saw them and were like, oh, hey.
1: Yeah. And then
0: yeah. they were like, wait, this guy's still
1: here. Right. They kind of, like, walked up to him because um, John Lyons came out from the water and he mm. was kind of, like, walking around. He saw a friend. He was talking to him. And he was like, wait, what are those guys doing? Mm. Okay. So, yeah. So, when the police showed up, they found no... Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Let us go back. Um... So, he was 5'11", European, and hair that the coroner said looked mousy-colored. Okay. Yeah. So, he had on boxer shorts and a men's singlet, a white shirt, and a thin red tie. He wore light brown trousers, a brown sweater, and a brown double-breasted coat. His shoes were polished. One of his pants pockets was, was repaired with an unusual type of orange thread. And in his pockets, the investigators found a railway ticket to Henley Beach, a bus ticket to North Glenelg? Glenelg, Glenelg. yeah. Glenelg, yeah. An American metal comb, a packet of Juicy Fruit chewing gum. Did you have yes! that, Michelle? I love Juicy Fruit. Okay, so you have it yes. Yes. Oh, I yes. love Juicy Fruit, too. There was
0: Juicy Fruit and there was PK. I don't know
1: what that
0: is. And it was like a minty gum, and the ads were always like people like popping in a minty gum, like a yeah. PK and then like making out. And I was like... <laughs> Man, so when you're cool and grown up, you have to drink, eat PK gum, and kiss people. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, he also had a packet of army club cigarettes containing a different brand of cigarettes, oh. I guess. Um, a handkerchief and a packet of Brian and May matches. I okay, I don't even I don't know. What that r- is. have no idea. Yeah,
0: that's probably an older thing,
1: maybe. <clears throat> They did say that he looked around 40 to 50 years old and he was very built. He had tanned arms and had very muscular legs, and his calves were described as high and well developed. Like women in heels, basically. Right, okay. yeah. Um, so his toes were said to be joined together towards a common apex as if he wore pointed shoots. Oh, yeah. So these were fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> So, these traits could have been from being a crossdresser, or he could have been a ballet dancer. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, he didn't have any lateral incisors. Which ones are those? The so teeth, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you have your incisors, which is your front two teeth, mm-hmm. your lateral incisors, which are the teeth that flank those, and then your canines, which are the pointy teeth. Oh. Yeah. So, he was just missing his lateral incisors interesting yeah it was really weird so um police thought that this would help the case and have someone come forward uh because maybe it was like a genetic thing um Mm. his family members would have the same thing or maybe he was just talking to someone and they might have noticed his teeth right but unfortunately no one came forward even though the police circulated his photo around hoping someone or anyone had information right So after he was examined, a taxidermist named Paul Lawson came in and made a cast of him. And they also took his fingerprints and ran them through all records in Scotland Yard and Ooh. the FBI alone, with all of Australian and New Zealand databases, and absolutely nothing came back. Like, how?
0: <laughs> what What are the odds that, like, okay, America, mm-hmm. Scotland Yard, which I'm pretty sure is, like, the UK, not just Scotland. Yeah. And then Australia, and you said that's four countries,
1: yeah. But they, they also ran it through other countries, too. So I'll get to that. Nothing, yeah. <clears throat> um, so like, like I said, yeah, the partner companies and stuff, also, yeah. and then they went through America and stuff. But so at the Royal Adelaide Hospital, mm-hmm. Dr. John Barkley Bennett estimated that the time of death was to be no earlier than 2 a.m. So the attending pathologist John Matthew Dwyer determined that the body had not been moved after death.
0: So 2 a.m. is that as in like the day that he was found?
1: Uh yeah so when John Lyons found him on the beach that was November 30th. Yeah. And then um December 1st was when he was found so they believe that he died December of 2 a.m.
0: Yeah okay. Yeah. So when he when Lyons and his wife (laughs) <laughs> when lions and his wife walked past, I'm not laughing at them. Jack just the the cat just looked up at me like, "You're loving on me. You're so great." So when he and his wife walked past at seven thirty the night before, seven, seven the night yeah. before, he was still alive. They think. They think. Okay.
1: Yeah, they think.
0: And then after sometime after that
1: it was when he was. He, they think see, it was. That's Toya. weird to me because
0: like that whole like Aussie mateship. It's like it's a thing where like you check on your mates, even like strangers. So Mm -hmm. it's weird to me that they did, and I mean I'm not saying that they did it. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is just weird to me that like if you're out and about and you see someone who's like drunk, you're like, oh mate, you're right. Is there anywhere I can call to like get you a taxi to really take you home? Like you, you just wouldn't leave someone drunk and being Mm -hmm. a fool on the beach. You really, yeah. Like, that's it's just it's not how it is here in america it's not so much anymore but <laughs> oh. like especially back in like this is the 30s this is the 40s yeah yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: so like it, it's it's odd to me that they weren't i guess i don't mean, know you got your missus with you you know with, like oh exposure, yeah. but like
1: still be <laughs> like hey you're right, buddy yeah i don't know i don't know i for I, shame
0: mr Lyons.
1: <laughs> i'm like i don't know maybe it was different thing, or maybe i don't know i'm not sure the attending pathologist John Matthew Dwyer determined that the body had not been moved after, after death. Mm-hmm. Dwyer also noted a couple of irregularities. The man's pupils seemed small and unusually shaped. The summer to man also had blood in his stomach, which suggested to Dwyer that the presence of some like irritant poison, mm-hmm. like he was poisoned. But after they tested for poison, nothing came back. So this led the investigators to believe that he was killed with an untraceable poison such as digitalis or strophanthin. Strophanthin? I can't say that word. I don't
0: know. I can't see it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take your word for it.
1: Yeah. Um, So these two poisons, they did not leave a trace. However, this was a problem. For the dose of digitalis to be so small that they couldn't detect it, it would have taken too long to kill him. Mm. But a large dose would have been easily detectable. Mm. So, there was no vomit at the scene, however, and this is the cause of glycoside overdose. Mm. In the coroner, Thomas Cleveland, theorized that he might have been poisoned before going to the beach, which is why so they didn't find it. Took a while. Wild. Yeah. Yeah. So, another symptom of glycoside poisoning is convulsions, which might explain why the lion saw his, like, raise his arm at the beach. Right. Okay. Right. But I don't know. Um, And if you do remember, the lion saw him around 7 the previous night, and Mm -hmm. the coroner put his time of death around 2 a.m., so Mm -hmm. it would have given the poison around 7 hours to take effect, which could have been enough time for an untraceable amount of poison, but we don't know. Okay. His official death, however, was heart failure with a strong suspicion of poisoning, Mm -hmm. and they do say strong because they didn't find any traces of poisoning on or around the body. So, six weeks later, the Adelaide Railway Station contacted the police because there was a suitcase that had been in the cloakroom since November 30th, which was the day that the Somerton Man's train ticket was purchased. Mm. So, inside the suitcase, there were clothes that the tags had been removed from again. Right, okay. Yeah, and the same orange thread was used for the repairs on the clothes as the Somerton Man's pocket. So some of the clothes had the name T Keen on them, Keen, Keen, K E A N E. Okay. Yeah, T Keen. Uh, they first thought the clothes were secondhand, but they did bring a tailor in to look at the clothes, and he said that the orange stitching was only done on a machine in America. Mm. So like, what? <laughs> the Americans' fault. It's the Amer- It's all. It's. It's always <laughs> the Americans' fault. <laughs> So, there was also a stenciling kit found in the suitcase, which third officers on ships would use to label cargo on merchant ship vessels. Okay. Yeah. So, they assumed that he could be making art or decorative cards with the kit, too, because there were envelopes and airmail stickers in there as well, but, again, we don't know. (laughs) Unfortunately, none of these things helped to identify him and the case hit a dead end again, which just sucks. It's so frustrating. So five months later, a pathologist was examining the personal effects named John Cleland, which happened to be the coroner's cousin, and he found a small hidden pocket in the trousers where a piece of paper which had printed on it, "Tamum mum, should, it is a Persian term, which translates to fed up or full up, or it is the end. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I, should, I should be saying that to people. <laughs> it is the end. Tamum should. Yes.
0: I that to
1: my kids, but in the <laughs> term of fed up, not it's the end. Oh my god, Oh my god! that would be horrible if it was the end. <laughs> so, it also happens to be the last two words of a 900-year-old Persian poetry book called The Rubaiyat of Omar Khayyam. Oh. Yeah, I'm surprised I did not butcher that. Good job. <laughs> so... Basically, a man came into the police department in Adelaide and told uh-huh. the police that in December of the previous year, um, which was just a couple of months ago because... Right. Yeah, because it's been... Well, it's been, like, months because they've had dead ends, dead ends, dead ends. So right. They,
0: so he, this is the following year. No, this is, this happened in December, right?
1: Yeah. No. We, yeah, it happened in December. Sorry. So our timeline right now is a couple of months... Down the road of the next year, but the, a right. guy came in after those couple months and was like, "Hey, the same time around yeah. December,
0: yeah,
1: um, he had taken a drive with his brother-in-law and parked a few hundred yards away from Somerton Beach on Jetty Road, okay. <laughs> which you know, yeah. So it was a hot day, and the windows were down. It's so weird to say hot day in December because <laughs> <laughs> you your guys, was- um, summer. To me, it's, like, freezing. No. So, when I first came to, like,
0: meet everybody, mm-hmm. it was that year that, like, that Arctic Circle, like, it was, like, snowing, like, crazy. Oh, yeah. Like, um, I think it started snowing. So, Jay and I went to see the Nutcracker Christmas Eve. So, it started snowing that night. Really? And just, or oh, that day, night oh, okay. And just continued. And so, here's me, like, we would spend Christmas when my aunt and uncle had their pool, like, at their pool, like, yeah. sitting in the pool, or, like, down the river, or, like, outside, like, we always eat Christmas dinner at Christmas lunch outside. Yeah. Because it's just so nice. So to come here and freeze my butt off every Christmas, <laughs> despite it being how it is in the movies, yeah, is odd. Yeah. So I get it.
1: I just... But also,
0: hot Christmas is the way to go.
1: Is that the picture of you guys standing outside in Eno's driveway with the snow in your hair, and you look so pretty and like day?
0: that That was before. That was, I'm pretty sure that was that day.
1: Was it that day? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny that you say in the movies because I had somebody, um, one of my really good friends from high school. I don't know if he listens. Honestly, I, I hope he does. If he does, hi Jesus. <laughs> um, I believe. Hello. I I think he moved from Mexico. I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but um he has never experienced snow before maybe he came from california i don't know anyway he's never experienced snow before and so he said we were in high school and he came into school one day and he was like this morning i noticed that it was snowing for the first time i was so excited i ran outside in my underwear and i was like (laughs) cold cold it's cold it's cold and he just ran inside and i was like what did you expect it's ice but the thing is, so it must, maybe it was,
0: I don't know. Anyway, I remember us driving home from Columbus, and it's snowing really mm-hmm. hard. So maybe it was the next day or the day after or something. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the day that I left was like the coldest day of that year. Yeah. And it was so bad that I would step outside and like the little hairs in my nose would like <laughs> turn into icicles and stick. Yeah. And my eyelashes would stick together. And I was like, this is <laughs> awful. Why did I want this?
1: when you walk outside and the air hurts your face right, <laughs> literally and so we had to do with. but he thought it was like cotton candy or something like from the movies and I was like it's literally ice falling from the sky <laughs> it was just really funny um so yeah
0: yeah so it was a hot day
1: it was a yeah it was a hot day and the windows were down and they walked around the shopping center for a while yeah and then they returned to their car so his brother-in-law noticed a copy of the Rubaiyat of Omar Khayyam on the floor. Second time, I've not butchered that. I'm so yeah. excited. <laughs> um, so the last page of the book, the part containing Tumushud, had been ripped out. Oh yeah. But the man who thought the book, but the man who brought the book in claimed that he knew nothing about the poems or the Somerton man. Both men had assumed that the book belonged to the other and when the natural national coverage of the summerton man had begun to circulate the two men took a closer look at the book and realized it was the one that poli- the police were looking for mm. so they brought it in so maybe the Somerton man was walking along the beach had the book in his hands tore out a piece of the page in the book and just tossed the book in the car and walked away mm. they actually found the book 10 days before the summerton man had died and they knew that because they were there to see an air show on november 20th mm. Which is weird, because if he was there to kill himself, why did he wait 10 days? And where did he stay? Because no hotel staff in the area recalled seeing him at all. At all. So it's weird, because why would he toss it in the back of someone's car instead of the trash can? Was he wanting someone to find it? But there was something (laughs) interesting in this book. Police found, scratched in the back of the book, two phone numbers and a handwritten code which people have tried to crack over 70 years. Wow. Yeah, but the handwriting could only be seen in the UV light. It was nearly invisible to the naked eye. So it
0: was more of maybe someone put, like, a piece of paper onto the book cover and wrote on it, like, it, that kind of indent?
1: Kind of, yeah. Or was yeah. it, like, scratched? It,
0: scratched. Was, it
1: was, like, scratched in, yeah, basically. Oh. Um, but the police called the phone numbers. The first one went to a business who didn't really know anything about the case, which was a dead end. But mm. the second number went to a nurse whose name was Jessica Ellen, or Joe Thompson, who happened to live on Somerton Beach. Uh-huh. So Jessica's maiden name was Harkness, and Thompson was the name of the guy that she was dating at the time. He went by George Thompson. And from all the articles I saw, most of the... Australian names in here had multiple names. Does everyone in Australia have, like, two or three names? What do you mean? So, like, George Thompson also went by... uh, I think it was, like, Tom Thompson or, or something else. And then Jessica went by Joe. And also Justin. And, like, all bunch of people had a bunch of different names. It depends.
0: So, like, we... Like I said, we do like to shorten things. Yeah. So, like, often... With, like, nicknames, like, say their last name is Thompson, like, their mates are probably be like, ah, oh, Dom- Tomo, yeah, it's Tomo. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if this goes as far back to, like, the 30s and 40s, because I just picture being so much, picture people being so much more, like, refined, and, like, you know, that transatlantic <laughs> trans- trans- accent. <laughs> See, now I'm doing it. Yeah. Um. So I'm not really sure. Like, we do give people a lot of nicknames, but not, like... A whole new name a whole new name it like, was unless yeah. it was like an in joke like Justin was some like
1: I don't know I have no idea I just kept like it was everybody including like the coroners and like everyone else they were like I I took it all out of the story that I was, I was yeah. writing because I was like this is too much this is too many names no one's gonna yeah. know what to follow because then they kept saying, the different names throughout everything and it was in almost every article. Everyone had like three or four names and I was like, What is happening? Right no idea. Yeah. Um, so Jessica's maiden name was Harkness and Thompson was the name of the guy that she was dating at the time. Okay. He went by George Thompson. Um I don't think they were engaged because I couldn't find anything to tell me that they were, but for some reason she was using his last name. Right. They had been dating for several years.
0: It could be like a um what are they called? Like, de facto partnership? So, um, basically, and I don't know when this came in, but, like, in Australia, if you are together, like, living together and, to get, like, together together for, like, five or ten years, somewhere in there, you are legally, cons- like, not legally, but, like, basically considered married. So, like, you can do yeah. taxes and all that sort of stuff together.
1: Yeah. So, I, it could have been of that sort of thing. I think.
0: But it could just be, if they're unmarried and, like, living together, mm-hmm. for all intents and purposes, like, it's just more proper.
1: It could To be. be like,
0: oh, yeah, my surname is Thompson, like, to, like, make things seem more.
1: Yeah, official, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, Thompson was reluctant to speak to the police, though she eventually admitted to having gifted a copy of it to a man named Alfred Boxall. Um, the poetry book. Mm-hmm. I forgot to write that in here. He was in the army, and since she was training to be a nurse at the time, the woman would give things to men before leaving, and the poetry book was one of them. Mm. So when the Adelaide police pursued this lead, they discovered that Boxel was still alive, and she and he had Thompson's copy in his possession. So, wasn't the book that we were looking for, wasn't the man we were looking for. Mm. A small note, though, she did sign his book, but she signed it under another name, Justin, which I said earlier is another name she went by. Uh, it was just interesting to to note yeah, that, it so. could be
0: like an in-joke between the two of them it or could something. be yeah.
1: yeah so another dead end mm-hmm. though Thompson claimed that she didn't know the Summerton man police said that she reacted strangely to seeing a plaster cast of his face and almost Ooh. fainted the person who made the plaster paul lawson uh, actually just died this past year in october he was 103 years old i believe it just insane. Australians
0: are built different.
1: I I guess. My
0: great-grandmother <laughs> will outlive us all.
1: Oh my god. How yeah, old she, is she? She's 96. Oh wow. Just... 1924. Oh
0: yeah. my god. Oh yeah, you said yeah. that. Seriously
1: though, she'll outlive <laughs> us all. <laughs> so, the code in the back of the book consisted of six lines with 51 letters total, with the two shortest lines crossed out. Mm. And like I said, so many people have tried to crack it, and some people suggested that there was micro writing inside the letters that contained a second hidden code Mm. that is insane to me so due to this some people thought he was a soviet agent and that jessica was his partner i know and what's interestingly enough joe's daughter kate thompson believes this theory oh her daughter yeah she told 60 minutes that she thinks her mother was a soviet spy she had a quote very strong dark side, and Joe also to- yeah. Joe also told her daughter that she knew who the Summerton man was, but didn't want to tell the police and quote let that out of the bag. Oh yeah,
0: did she tell the daughter? It was?
1: Nope. She this is just over years and years of her just kind of letting stuff slip out.
0: Right, like yeah. as you get older, being like, oh yeah,
1: aliens, like yeah. You know. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> She said her mom knew how to speak Russian, but no one in the family knew where she learned to speak it. Kate asked her mom how she learned to speak Russian, and her mom, Joe said, that's for me to know. Yeah.
0: You'd never find out.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So she told her daughter it was a mystery only known by a, quote, level higher than the police force regarding the identity of what happened to the Somerton man. Shucks. I know. Like, what's happening? (laughs) So the spy theory- Adelaide, Australia- yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Well, what, what, I don't know anything about Adelaide. Adelaide's
0: like, no, so, okay, listen, I'm from, well, I'm from Victoria, right? Which is my state. South Australia is the Adelaide, Adelaide state. There's like, everyone likes to like, pick on Adelaide. <laughs> really? In
1: South Australia. Is it like the Florida of Australia? <laughs>
0: uh, yes and no. So they, like, they speak like, some like their vowels are more like. So, like, castle and grass. And oh, okay. You know. How do you say castle? castle? Castle. Well, castle. It depends. Okay. But, like, we just give them crap. But oh, it's okay. friendly, and it means well, but also Adelaide's rubbish, so...
1: Is it? <laughs> no. Oh, no, all of our Adelaide fans are going to be,
0: like... No, I don't know. I don't know if we have anyone living look, they get it. And I'm sure they say the same about... I don't really know what's worse. Maybe Tasmania. Like, maybe that's, even, like, one below... I don't know. It was just in Adelaide, <laughs> but it's just weird to me that like this big operation is like being headed out of Adelaide.
1: Like it's just weird. I don't think it's. <laughs> I don't think it's being headed. I think it's just like it happened to just like these events happened to happen right. here, but it took place also.
0: Though I suppose if you were going to have a Soviet spy living anywhere in Australia, like to be inconspicuous, you'd probably pick Adelaide.
1: Yeah. Well. <laughs> The spy theory is really interesting because Mm -hmm. dying of an untraceable poison is a spy way to go. Right. And this is, like, the beginning of the Cold War. And some articles say that he might have even been a spy in World War II. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. It brings up a lot of interesting questions, like, was he double-crossed or knew too much? Did Joe have him killed? So, the lover theory. Okay. So, a university professor named Derek Abbott, he, I have feelings about him.
0: Bad feelings or good feelings?
1: I don't know.
0: Okay, tell me and then I'll see if I can pick up on your feelings.
1: It's it's hard to explain.
0: Oh, tell me about him and then...
1: Yeah. Well, like, it's not good, but it's also not bad. They're just, like, I wouldn't be upset if we picked him up and just, like, put him somewhere on planet Earth. Like, if we just, if he was just, Yeah. I would I wouldn't be upset. I don't know. There's something weird about him. I'm not I'm not I don't have good feelings, but it's fine.
0: <laughs> On a completely random note, that's also not random because listen ADHD brain and you just went like this. Like you're like <laughs> pick your him up and put him over here. Do you know what the sign for Australia is? No. In Auslan, and I'm pretty sure ASL American Sign Language. Really? Duh, duh. So basically really? you like with both hands pick something up, move it, put it down. No. Because you pick up the convicts, you move them <laughs> and you put them
1: down in Australia. Are you serious? Oh, my God. <laughs> that would be something. Auckland <coughs> is not a real place. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> what? Yes, it is. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. <laughs> so, a university professor named Derek Abbott was really obsessed with this case since the early 90s. Okay. He was really focused on the genetic abnormalities of the Summerton Man case. So, for example, the missing lateral incisors only shows up in 2.1% of males.
0: Wait, so they were just missing, missing? Like, someone didn't pull them out?
1: No, he just didn't have have them. yeah. Yeah, just missing. He was also able to study the plaster casting, and he noticed the ear was different. So, most people have a small concha, Simba, and a large concha cabin, which is the ear hole. Okay, yeah. So, the Somerton's man's ears were reversed. He had a large concha Simba and a small concha Cabum. Oh. So, the ear hole was smaller than the little, like, so part above So, someone cut it. the
0: ear off, turned it upside down, and stuck it back there. No, no.
1: But only 1-2% to of Caucasian people have that abnormality with their ears. Huh.
0: Yeah. So, I was looking at a picture of an ear. Yeah. Because, you know.
1: So knowing that it's rare and hard to find two people with these genetic abnormalities, they were able to find someone else with those abnormalities. Um, someone named Robert Thompson. Now you might be Thompson thinking, again. now you might be thinking, hmm, the last name sounds familiar, and it's Ooh. because it's Joe Thompson's and George Thompson's son. <laughs> oh, okay. He had the same ear and teeth abnormality as the Somerton man. So, oh. Robert was born 18 months after the Somerton Man died, and since he had all of these similarities, Derek Abbott wanted oh, to find... Yeah. yeah. But Derek Abbott wanted to find and talk to him and find out, and he found out that Robert was a ballet dancer for the Royal New Zealand Ballet Company. How weird is that? That
0: he's a ballet dancer? Or that also yeah, his because... feet? Because the other guy's feet.
1: Yeah, well, he was a ballet dancer. The nice cabs, just like Summerton Man. Summerton Man was also believed to be a valid answer, right? Like it's just weird. Even if he's not his son, like it's just right because there's
0: no possibility. Like eighteen months after he died, yeah, yeah, there's no way that it's gonna be right. His was he related to Joe or George?
1: Who? Summerton Man. Oh, we'll get into that. Oh, so. So the theory goes that since Joe was dating George Thompson, she didn't want anyone to know that she was having someone else's child, so she had to keep the to man away, which is why she lied to the police to keep the secret. Uh, the to man got depressed and decided to end his life leaving a heartbreaking message to her, to whom should, Or if people are still holding on to the murder part, he could have told her that he was going to reveal their affair and Joe had him murdered.
0: But that doesn't work out though, hmm. because he died 18 months, like she couldn't have been pregnant for 18 months yeah like yeah (laughs) that's just a nice little story like scandal
1: exactly uh part of the theory or whatever they could have been they still could have been spies so she would have had the resources Mm. Um, but unfortunately professor abbott wasn't able to ask joe because she died in 2007 Mm. not that that would have been gone him anywhere again right she
0: wouldn't have said anything because she didn't say anything to her daughter
1: right um, that wasn't going to stop him from trying to find answers, though, because he went through the next step to have him DNA tested, which would be exhuming the body. Hmm. I thought you were leaning forward
0: to tell me something else, I No, again. I scratched my cough. It was oh. Itchy.
1: Um, he was originally going to get a hold of Robert to get some DNA from him, but Robert died two months before he even decided to go through exhuming, and he was cremated. <laughs> so, again, not that it would have mattered. Darn. But Dr. Abbott thought... Dr. Abbott, though, was not short of luck because Robert had a daughter named Rachel Egan with his wife, Roma Egan, who was also part of the Royal New Zealand Ballet Company. Everyone's just a ballet in this this story. (laughs) They gave Rachel up for adoption, though. Uh, And since Abbott was so invested, he reached out to Rachel and Roma and asked if they wanted to know more about their family, which, of course, they wanted to. So the only DNA that they had at the time were some hairs that were stuck to the plaster molding of the casting which they did test, and it didn't tie her to the Summerton Man, which we knew, Mm. Um, but it did tie her to George Thompson, of course. Um, However, the sample was extremely small, and DNA testing is a lot more complicated than we think. Right. It is also possible that she was related to George Thompson through other means. Mm. So, (laughs) fun fact, they also found that she was related to Thomas Jefferson.
0: (laughs) I I am related to Thomas Jefferson.
1: (laughs) Interesting. So Abbott worked really hard to have the body exhumed, and it finally paid off because in early 2021 they were finally able to dig him back up. To make things weirder, Derek Abbott and Rachel Egan fell in love and got married. Oh, no! That's weird to me. That's weird to me. Why,
0: Derek Abbott, the doctor that was doing the research about the yeah, and Rachel
1: Egan, which was Roma's daughter she gave it for adoption?
0: With. Yeah, but that's that's not like he's being like... Uh, like, was she underage? Was she... Like, is it...
1: Look at pictures of him. Look at look, 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 look pictures of him. What's his name? Derek Abbott and Rachel Egan.
0: A-B-B-O-T-T? Yep. Uh, Rachel Egan. I spelled Derek wrong. But okay. There's not that big of an age difference
1: he looks like the guy from Ratatouille, like the taste tester. So what?
0: (laughs) No, they look like they're the same kind of age. Look, they're cute.
1: It's just all people find in love. I don't know. I think it's weird that you're like. It's not weird. I think it's weird that you're like. It's
0: it's (laughs) like if he, if it was like a nefarious, like.
1: She was
0: the grandfather the granddaughter and he was like so obsessed with this case and just like okay now I can have a piece of this. <laughs> so
1: that's kind <laughs> of it, that's how I feel. <laughs> no. Well, they've been together for eleven years and they have three kids. That's cute. Aww. So after obsessing over this man for decades, he might not be raising his great grandkids. No. It's weird. They're not related. It's
0: weird. I don't believe that. Nah. It's
1: so weird.
0: Nah, that's that's making a good thing out of a, a like if it was really creepy and like she was like eighteen and he was seventy-two and he was like this could be the granddaughter.
1: How old? Yeah, is she gross.
0: I don't
1: know. You said they're not that far in age, and I'm like, Well they, they didn't don't look, look like they are. In the documentaries, he looks like he was a hundred years older than her. And Rachel I was just like, Egan age. Um don't know when was she born just like when was she born and when was she born
0: i don't have a born that doesn't have ages they don't look like they're that big of a difference
1: so as of this year on july 26th they finally had an answer as to who the somerton man was really really because i remember
0: texting you were like i mean it's the somerton man i'm like oh sick and i was like wait didn't they, and they like, yeah, you never, you never knew who he was. Like, it was this mystery. And I'm like, wait, wasn't there some, like, updates? updates. And you are like, oh, I'll have to check that out.
1: So they found out who he was? Kind of. Oh. His name was Charles Webb, I guess. Webb. But we don't, we we'll Double, Double B? Double huh. B. He was born in 1905. Okay. Outside of Melbourne and was melbourne good job really because yeah. the videos i was watching everyone kept saying melbourne yeah melbourne no. and i was like <laughs> i saw in one documentary like years ago of one australian being like i hate it when americans say yes. melbourne and yes, i was like no. i will never say melbourne i know it <laughs> like that but get with the program <laughs> yeah. i was like i will only say melbourne ever <laughs> Yay. so yeah he was born outside of Melbourne and was the youngest of six siblings and was an electrical engineer and hmm. an instrument maker. Okay. He was also married to Dorothy Robinson, who went by Doth Webb, another name. Yeah. And she was she filed for divorce in 1947. Claim, oh, shucks. Yeah, claiming that he had just disappeared, which there were no public records of him after this, mm. um, including no death certificate. Mm. So the next record that they could find of Dorothy was that she lived in butte australia
0: b-a-u-t
1: b-u-t-e
0: have uh, never heard of it where yeah.
1: is it it's so from what i could see it was like isn't it like melbourne adelaide and then uh, the. i'm here. looking at the map it's yeah.
0: like melbourne adelaide
1: it was up here towards so it was like melbourne and it was like up it's here. it's in victoria i think maybe it was like a little B-U-T? bit further. Up. Mm-hmm. australia it's in south australia
0: yeah wallaroo what it's two towns over from Snowtown. Really? Yeah. Dang. Snowtown. Sorry. What? Let me turn up the the. I'm sorry. It hurts my eyes. It hurts my Snow eyes. Snowtown, Marunga Gap, Butte, Butte, Butte. I don't know. Probably actually Butte, actually.
1: <laughs> um, I don't know. It was. It was. It's named after the Isle of Butte in Scotland. <laughs> Now, Carl Webb also had a brother-in-law that went by Thomas Keene, which, if you remember, was the name that was found in the Summerton Man's clothes. Mm. So they came to the conclusion that his name was Carl Webb because Abbott was working with an American forensic genealogist named Colleen Fitzpatrick from the group Identifinders International. And they used, their, they used the hair follicles from the plaster cast, and they focused on the Helle group, H1A1A1. <laughs> Which, it's important to note that this has nothing to do with the body tests that are being done in Adelaide digging up the body.
0: So, they're exhuming the body.
1: They're exhuming the body in Adelaide. Okay. Um, but, this is a separate test done by them from the hair follicles mm. that they've taken from the hair ca- okay. for, from the cast of the body. Okay. Yeah. So, it's separate tests that solely focus on the hair follicles which they then ran through the database, and they found Webb's first cousin three times removed from his mother's side, which they then started a family tree, which consisted of 4,000 names, which from there, they just narrowed it down, narrowed it down, narrowed it down, to a man named Webb, who disappeared around that time.
0: That's the power of genealogy! Yep!
1: So, even though Abbott and Fisp. Fitzpatrick are pretty sure this is their guy the story has yet to be corroborated by the South Australian police who are doing the DNA tests on the body it's also important to note that they haven't been able to find any photos of Carl Webb to back up their story which if it is Carl Webb why did he disappear Mm. where was he for the 18 months between the divorce and the death Mm. If he he was just one state over, why did no one come forward to claim his body? Because his picture was shared all around. Mm. I mean, it was global for 75 years.
0: Mm. It's a death picture, though, right?
1: Yeah. So,
0: like, maybe they were like, oh, that can't be Carl. Yeah. Like, he just went off to the store to get milk and never came back one day.
1: (laughs) Do Australian families do that? I
0: don't know. (laughs)
1: I will say, I did see some articles saying that he had been on horses frequently, so maybe the code in the back of the book was him keeping track of the horses? Maybe. like, the bedding horses? No, I think, like, horses, like, names and stuff. I I don't know if it was bedding, or if it was him riding horses, and, like, that's their names or something, or, like, it could be bedding, I think. I couldn't find the word he bet on horses like I couldn't find like the sentence for that on
0: the horses kind of makes me seem like he was like on the horse race yeah
1: and I was reading a lot of Australian articles so it was a lot of like
0: like
1: language barrier kind of
0: it's just funny because today is a public holiday in Australia because it's the Melbourne Cup which is like the biggest horse race in in Australia that's
1: crazy yeah (laughs) well for us it's Halloween (laughs) right but for you guys you've already experienced Halloween (laughs) that's crazy Maybe the stencil kit found in his suitcase was an indicator that he had been out to sea for those 18 months, and that's mm. where he was during that time, and that's why he had some items that were only available from America at the time. True. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Maybe him and Dorothy had a falling out, he left to clear his head, and when he came back, he found out that she had divorced him, and he came back to try to figure things out. But don't you have to have the other
0: person's signature to get a divorce? Yeah. So like did she she wouldn't have divorced him while he was away because she would have had to get him to sign something
1: I guess if back then if your husband quote abandoned you True. you were able to True. yeah but that still doesn't explain the blood in his stomach if that was the case like the poisoning and stuff come on. Um, another theory is maybe Joe and Dorothy knew each other and Dorothy moved oh. in with Joe for a short period of time and that's why he had Joe's number in his book because he was trying to track Dorothy down yeah so maybe Carl was abusive towards Dorothy and when he disappeared she took the first opportunity to divorce him and that's why Joe lied to the police to, pr- to protect oh. Dorothy maybe that's why Joe looked like she was going to faint when she saw the death cast and that's why she told her daughter that she couldn't say anything because she was protecting her friend. But it's really hard to believe that since he had five siblings that there isn't anyone who has any memories of Carl right. Webb and there are just no photos out there. Right. Like, why? For why. For why. <laughs> but what we can say is Robert Thompson and Rachel Egan are not related to the Summerton Man, but yeah. it is really weird that Robert, Robert has the same abnormalities. Like, how one in a million is that? But as of right now, we are still waiting on DNA results from the Australian police and have no new updates other than Abbott's finding of Carl Webb. Mm. So, that's basically all we have for the Summerton man. Like, huh. who who is he? Like, I don't know if I trust Abbott and his findings, uh, his crusty, think, greasy findings. I think you're
0: just. uh... I think Doctor Abbott, is I guess, a, uh, I'm sure, is a fine gentleman, and it was just he fell in love. Like, it's not. I don't
1: know. It's weird. Yeah, it's but see, so weird how old
0: were they when they met? Because if she was 18 and he, it's, okay, say she was born in the 80s and he, yeah. she she was 30 and he was 50. Mm-hmm. If she was 18 and he was Cause he been, 48,
1: Yeah,
0: it, it would be creepy.
1: But he has been searching into this since the 90s. Yeah, but I don't think it was like a... It goes, like, further back than that. I don't like, know. it's weird. It's so weird to me. Because he knew about Rachel Egan and Roma and all of them, like, previously. It's, I don't like, know. It's creepy to me. I don't know. Like, I can't imagine devoting my life to something, to someone, like, a mysterious someone, and then being like, oh, this might be their great-great-grandchildren. I have done nothing with my time for my whole life other than investing into this man and his past yeah i'll marry his his descendant that's cool i don't know it's weird to me that's so weird to me
0: it's a interesting story of how they met but i don't think he went into it being like i just need some connection to this man i i
1: yeah i don't i don't know i don't know i don't i just have like weird greasy feelings about it because if you watch the if you watch the documentary and how they like interact with each other it's like it's so strange. Yeah, but that's a documentary. Is it them in
0: person, or is it people pretending to be them?
1: Oh, no, it's them in person. They've taken... So there's, like, some documentaries where there's reenactments, and then there was one documentary oh. that I watched where they were interviewing them oh, separately. Okay. So they are interviewing uh, Abbott, and then they were interviewing um, Egan. Egan, yeah. And, like, back and forth. And then it was showing their home life together with their kids, and she's very, like, robotic and kind of... They really, don't really, like touch i figured it out like, yeah but there. that could also be a gen-
0: i don't know anyway
1: like it shows them walking down the street and they're just kind of like
0: my grandparents don't really eh. touch either though like i could probably count on one hand the amount of times i saw my grandparents kiss in my life that's so weird
1: my grandparents are very they're not like super touchy feely but like they they have their their cute little moments and when they sit together yeah. they like they hold hands and stuff oh
0: no i don't think i've ever seen my grandparents hold hands that's weird to me no nah, they're it's
1: not weird to you, cause you well, no, yeah,
0: because yeah, my family are—I've had to train them to be <laughs> uh, huggy and lovey. Like they show their love in different ways. Yeah. So, like for example, again off topic, but you know, get to know us.
1: Um, <laughs> get to know
0: us. <laughs> my, I'll—you'll mention to to my pa, my grandfather. Hey, uh, oh, I really like this candy or like this candy bar, or, this chocolate or whatever. And then, like months later he will remember, like, he'll just come in and, like, chuck a candy bar at you and be like, and walk out. Like, not say anything, just, like, pivot at your head see ya. And it's like, oh, it's a candy bar. Like, so, like, they were never, I think I was 18 the first time my grandparents, I remember my first, I remember my grandparents telling me they love me, but I knew that they loved me before that. I've just had to be all, like, like, training them by, like, hugging them a lot and then just, like, get it off me, but, like, you know, they love it. yeah. But yeah, so, it's just, people are different. What I'm getting at is people show affection differently, especially when they're raised in different times, so I, you know.
1: That's true. They just, yeah. they, they just don't look like they, they go together, in my opinion. Like, it's just, I don't know. I don't know why I have such a weird feeling about this Ooh, guy. You trust your gut, man. Because but. he had, he had a feeling, or sorry, sorry, sorry. He had a theory, and the evidence didn't fit his theory. So mm. instead of, like, what most researchers would do, where they would change the evi- mm. evidence to fit the theory, he didn't do that. He changed his theory to fit the evidence, mm. which is admirable, but it's still, like, I don't know. There's just something weird about him. He, maybe it's just because he reminds me of, like, <laughs> the taste tester in Ratatouille, like, where he, mm. like, <laughs> comes into, like, the restaurant. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> anyone in my life taste us that way. Doesn't he, like, take little nibbles and be
0: like...
1: <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember.
0: <laughs> I don't like that movie. I'm it's not a big a fan of Ratatouille. Sorry.
1: <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen it. That's so funny that you say that. <laughs> I thought he took, like, big bites.
0: I don't remember. I don't like... I've probably seen that movie once. Maybe mm-hmm. one and a half times. Because I just don't like it. Sorry. That's so funny to me.
1: <laughs> Wait, that's what he reminds <clears> me of. And I'm like, oh my god.
0: Here's the thing. People are entitled to their opinions and their, um... Feelings. Yeah, their feelings. Their
1: feelings That's not the word family. I was thinking
0: of. But oh. basically, yes. No, okay. their, their gut feeling. Yeah. You know. their, their intuition. Um, the thing, like, we've never met this man in person. And I've never even seen a video, I've seen a picture of him. So, like... I don't know, maybe you met him, and you're like, you know, I, I take everything back. Like, he's such a sweet man. Like, he, he's really, like, good vibes. Like, grandfatherly yeah. really vibes. But, like, or you could meet him and be like, oh, my gosh. Like, mm, not that we're ever going to meet this man. But,
1: you yeah.
0: know. But, anyway. um, I
1: feel like it's Carl. Do you? Yeah. I don't, because they only got it from a small hair follicle, and there wasn't much DNA to go off of, and they also, like, narrowed it down. What if they narrowed it down wrong? Which, this is her job, I get it. Uh,
0: I mean, I gotta back up the genealogist, because I like genealogy.
1: Yeah, and I know, (laughs) I will say, a lot of people described her as, like, she's a badass. Her name sounds very familiar. Yeah, she knows what she's doing. Like, she's very, like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I just don't think I it know. is. I, I don't think it's Carl Webb. I am looking forward
0: to uh, your update when the South Australian government, uh, well, police force gets uh, yeah. things sorted. Because, as you remember from the Snowtown uh, episode, Adelaide Police. <laughs> True.
1: <laughs> True. That's probably why it took so long for them to find anything because they were just like, they, because if you if you realized in my in my. Story and stuff Mm -hmm. like they only got updates because people came to them, right? They only got the book because somebody came to them. Which I mean, I am
0: not a true crime expert, I am not a police officer, I'm not a detective, I know nothing about crimes. I don't even know what laws I follow half of the time. Oh my god, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, I mean, maybe that's how crime works. Maybe like you can investigate so much, but without leads, you know, you can't follow through with
1: those i don't know because didn't you say in snowtown murder that someone took oh, the that freaking, was like, just
0: <laughs> them being like i don't even know pulling the, things
1: out of thin air and finding like the dust on the back of the car or the license plate oh
0: that was brilliant and i will hear nothing uh, bad about that police officer
1: oh i don't think it's bad i think that no, was crazy it was
0: super crazy yeah but like at the same time getting those li- those uh Recordings, being like, I'm okay.
1: <laughs> I'm going to Queensland. <laughs> I do want to know. Like, oh, we never looked up the recordings.
0: Actually, I did look them up, and I couldn't find it. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the update. I feel like, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's definitely interesting. It's interesting. It's it's a nice little bizarre. This is the kind of true crime that I can get behind.
1: Yeah, I was just so like what? Because the orange thread threw me for a loop. If he was found in Australia, had a train ticket he never used. Why was there poison in his system? Why was there orange thread that can only be found in America? Like what is happening? Because if his wife Dorothy, if this is Carl, his wife Dorothy is in Australia. She's Australian. Mm. Her brother, which is his brother-in-law, who's the clothes belong to, is Austro- also Australian. Why was the thread only found in America? Because like, well,
0: he like you said, he could have joined like a naval ship or like a ship, and I and guess just traveled around and
1: but, he was in America. and Was like, oh no, my pocket it has a hole. But a lot of the other clothes had the same thing too. So he just got all of his clothes fixed. I guess. All of his brother in law's clothes fixed. Why did he not have his own clothes? He like stole I, them from his brother. I don't. know. Maybe like, his
0: brother in law was on the boat and he.
1: Well, a lot of, so ship registries have, well, ships have registries of people okay. who are on the ship. I could not find anything of anyone being on the ship, like, T, right. T what did I say? T, uh, I keep wanting to say clean, and it's not that. Keen? Keen, thank you. T Keen, um, I couldn't find anything like that. Yeah. It was Thomas Keen, that's her right. name. Right, right, So, it was just like, it was really weird, and I just, like, it would i don't know i couldn't find anything and i was just like because they have ships registries and a lot of the articles i was reading they had all of the sources at the bottom right and so i would go to all those sources and they also had the actual police documentations Mm. like the actual like scans like pictures Mm. of them so i was able to read through the documentations Mm everything that they had so a lot of the information that were in the documentations was a lot of information that people just cut off Mm. and made because some of it wasn't really relevant to a lot of the articles and stuff because they were making a quick article but there was a lot more information which i put in here and it was just like it was just really weird like what who is this man
0: who is this man
1: i think he i think i think the spy theory it's definitely a really cool. Like I said, though, Adelaide. Oh, I don't think I only think that he was coming there for her. I think that the spy theory to me makes much much more sense. I think that because the only the only reason yeah. I think the spy theory makes sense is yeah. because of the sure. blood found in his. Oh yeah, with the poison stomach yeah. that only happens when you're poisoned. That only right. happens when you're poisoned. Um, in a small yeah.
0: Why trace. did some rando? why would he Should men be poisoned
1: right and back then they had like the this is an
0: NCIS right you know?
1: yeah and back then they had a tooth that was filled with the poison or whatever like you know the yeah. tooth they would pull out and stuff and it was it was usually filled with an untraceable amount of poison yeah, it was a very true. low dose and you would just maybe Carl Webb was a spy it, I think he was, truly. It's the only reason, only reason. If it wasn't for the Well, Yeah, of I his think stomach, it was still Carl, Carl Webb. I think that's
0: the identity of the Summoner of I don't the think so. I really don't But I think that he was his wife. I don't Maybe. think so. Because yeah. if it
1: was Carl Webb, where's the pictures? Where are all his siblings? Where's his family members? Where's Dorothy? Like, what's happening? Maybe with he was that? a
0: disgrace. Like, they were like, oh, I'm glad he's dead. He beat his wife. He kicked puppies and. Oh
1: my god. Why'd you bring puppies? Spat on graves? graves.
0: I don't know. Maybe he was the scum of the earth.
1: I don't know. But, like... He looks like he would be, kind of, like, a turd. He does. He kind of looks Russian, honestly. Ah, Soviet spy. (laughs) Brother. Yeah. What did I just say? Um... I don't know. He looks like somebody. They made a realistic picture of him. Do you have that? Oh, this one? Yeah. That's what he would look like. Doesn't he look American? He looks American to me. Eh, He looks like... American. He looks like every, like, Republican millionaire. Does he not? No. Yes, he does. <laughs> I mean,
0: it's the forties. I can finally say that it's the forties instead of the thirties. <laughs> you kept saying thirties, thirties, thirties. and I, I was like, heard it's the 40s. thirty-eight. <laughs> it was the thirtieth. Yeah, 30. look at them. They, they look the same age. They really do not. <laughs> oh, you're just wrong. But okay. <laughs> but yeah, I will. I look forward to your update.
1: Hopefully, it's sooner rather than later. I hope so, because they just exhumed the body in July, and we all know that DNA testing and everything, it takes a while. I'm hoping it's not going to take a year, Um, but it's, well, for you guys, it's November. For us, it's October 31st, (laughs) so I don't know what...
0: Yeah, true. When you're listening to this, it'll be November... 2nd?
1: Oh, no. No, it'll be November 7th? 7th. Yeah. November seventh. Anyway, so I don't know. I'm just. What are your theories? What do you What do you guys think? Yeah, but it would be really appreciative
0: if you guys could like write reviews, comment on our comment on our Instagrams, our Facebook Ghost T G H O S T E A podcast on pretty much everything. Yeah, um, sometimes there's an underscore in there, but you know, like. I was
1: gonna say comment on our Facebook post and on the Instagram post under because we post pictures and stuff of yeah. Um, yeah. are like what we're talking about comment under our post of the Summerton man and what are your, your theories, theories. What do you i think? i genuinely want to hear them uh and like i mean i just <laughs> what do you guys think i truly think it's the spy theory i just don't i, I don't it, know i mean so i i hope that you guys interesting i wonder if you guys will come up with some new theories That's but also like
0: leave us some reviews like rate us review us on like Apple podcast, Spotify, yeah. Samsung podcast, whatever you're listening to us on. Yeah. It helps get our names out, like our name, our podcast out there, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, helps us, keeps us motivated, and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I like, I bragged to my coworkers today. I'm like, look, look at all these dots. They're people that listen to our podcast. And they're like, <laughs> what? That's insane. I'm like, you're just being kind. But I appreciate the, I was about uh, the to say, energy.
1: <laughs> I was like, were they like, what? That's insane? Or were they like, uh, no, 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 <laughs>
0: they, they, see, I am a preschool teacher, so they're used to talking to, like, children and be oh. like, oh my gosh, really? That's so interesting. <laughs> but it was cool. But anyway, next week, Kecksburg UFO incident. <laughs> if I decide <laughs> to cut any of that out. If not, you'll never know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but anyway, so. Yeah. yeah. That
1: was interesting. Yeah. Well, that was the end of Somerton Man, so. Yeah. Um, leave us reviews. Leave us reviews. Uh, Let us
0: know how you found out about our podcast. Yes. Most of you are going to be... Yeah.
1: The look on your face served me the boy who lived and it just (laughs) sent me. I don't know.
0: I don't know what this episode is going to be. If this is your first episode that you're finding, hi. I'm sorry. (laughs) Apologies.
1: Apologies, miss. (laughs) Sorry,
0: future Caitlin, for all of the editing that you're
1: going to be doing. How do you say apologies? Apologies? Apologies.
0: Apologies. Apologies. There we go. You're better at this than Jay is. Really? (laughs) Jay is terrible at an Aussie accent. Give me something to say. Flat out like a lizard drinking.
1: Flat out like a lizard drinking. Flat. Flat.
0: Out. Out. Like. Like. A. A. Lizard. Lizard. Drinking. Drinking.
1: Flat out like a lizard drinking. Flat out like a lizard drinking.
0: Yeah, it's still a little bit American.
1: Flat out. Flat. flat. See, I want to say flat out like a lizard drinking. <laughs> flat out. <laughs> <laughs> you should say something in a country accent. You say, <laughs> um, um, Oh, here's, yeah, here's some. So we have like, spill the beans as rain is, as red as rain, come rain or shine, go down in flames, through thick and thin, bless your heart, bury the hatchet.
0: Bless your heart.
1: Say bury the hatchet.
0: Bury the hatchet. Beery. <laughs> bury.
1: Bury. Bury. It's like bury. B-E-R-R-Y. Bury the hatchet. Bury the hatchet. Um. As right as rain. This is gonna be hard. As right as rain. As right. As right. As. As rain. As rain. Rain. <laughs> rain. Rain. <laughs> rain. <laughs> a podcast <laughs> who said let's let these girls podcast we did <laughs> no okay mistakes um, were made <laughs> um regrets <laughs> uh but anyway that is that is that's it for summer game yeah. thanks for listening thanks for listening guys bye bye
0: thanks for listening to the ghost tea podcast You can find us at Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast, or on Instagram at ghosttea underscore podcast. That's G-H-O-S-T-E-A podcast.
1: If you have any topics you'd like us to discuss or just want to say hi, you can email us at podcast at outlook.com.